What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Heart of the Matter, the place where we discuss all things life, love, dating, relationships, and sex. I'm your host, Mike Zacchio, and I appreciate you all for tuning into this week's episode. I do not know how long this week's episode is going to go because, as you can tell, I'm a little nasally and congested due to a bit of a head cold that I came down with over the weekend. So I'm going to try and not subject y'all to too much of whatever this is going on. Uh, I've been trying to fight it for the last couple of days. I've been taking shots of Robitussin like frat boys shoot Jaeger and sucking on throat lozenges like they're candy. But uh, all things considered, I hope to be back to my normal voice next week. So uh, hopefully y'all enjoy this week's episode uh, just the same. If you want to connect with me on social media, you know how to do so. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike You can follow or DM me on Twitter or Instagram at Mike underscore Zacchio. And if you feel like using Snapchat, my snap handle is mzacchio. So this past week was just pretty much an overall shit show for my body because aside from the head cold that I came down with on Saturday... On Wednesday, the 4th of July, I actually caught a second-degree burn on my left hand. Um, now, before you all panic, I, I, I didn't pull a Jason Pierre-Paul and blow half my fingers off with fireworks or anything like that. Um, it was just a mishap with a scalding hot cup of hot tea. Uh, that technically wasn't even my fault, really. Um, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But while the burn does suck, and uh, it's pretty much healed now, it's just got the mark there now... Um, it did create the inspiration for this week's episode, so I can't really say it was all bad. Um, so how I got the burn. I went to my brother's deli like I do pretty much every morning. Got my usual tea, got my bagel. Now, I am a creature of habit, so I, I pretty much have the same routine whenever I go to the deli. Like, I, I walk in, I pour my hot cup of tea, I walk over, I order my bagel, and wait for the bagel to be made because it doesn't really take all that long. And then once the bagel is made, I go back to the, uh, the little counter I fix my tea, walk over to the cashier register, and then I cash out. So uh, while I'm waiting for the bagel, I'm striking up a conversation with one of my uh, brother's friends who is like a he's like a friend of, of the shop. Like he doesn't work there, but he, you know, he just kind of helps out here and there. And so he goes to give me a high five. And it was one of those things where I wasn't sure if he was going to go for like a high five or a dap. And I put my hand out for a high five, and then he kind of like pulled for a dap, and the cup of tea was in my left hand without a lid because I was trying to have it cool off and then it just spilled all over my hand and uh obviously hurt like hell and you know went over to the the stand where I was going to fix my tea and uh put an ice cube on it right away to try to keep the swelling down and yet it's still blistered up and all of that you know ugliness but it did teach me a pretty profound lesson on love and dating so I started seeing someone about maybe a month ago and it was completely unexpected uh out of the blue um when we got together I was in a place where I had no desire to date again after my ex and I split and and I mean zero desire like any I wasn't on the apps I wasn't talking to anybody at bars I wasn't in any place or mindset to even think about dating someone again let alone having the desire to actually want to date someone again um and you know given how and why things ended with my ex I was 
cautious about dating again. I mean, I knew that it would happen eventually. I just in that in in that time, I was just dating was the furthest thing from my mind. I'm like, let me just focus on work. Let me just focus on myself, getting my mind right, getting my heart right, just healing, taking taking whatever time I needed to heal and just focus on whatever things I needed to focus on that did not have to do with uh, dating or anything like that because it's just, it's an optional part of your life unless you're actually, you know, with someone. Like if, if you're single and then like you're just looking to kind of date, then it's it's an optional part. But if you're already in a relationship, it's not really optional. Um, and, and I was just in a state of mind that I was just like, you know, this is not a part of my life anymore. So let me, and I don't want it to be for the foreseeable future. So let me focus on what I got to do. And when the time is right, it'll be right. It could be tomorrow. It could be next month. It could be three months from now. I didn't really know when that time was going to come. What I knew is that when that time did come again, uh, I, I felt like I was going to be extremely guarded. I, I would want to move at a snail's pace. And I remember like kind of telling myself, no matter who this girl is, um, if, if you do find yourself falling for her, Again, whenever that is, it could be after one date, it could be after one week, it could be after one month, whenever. If you feel yourself falling, don't. So do whatever you got to do to kind of reel yourself in or just kind of, or, or at bare minimum, slow down the fall. Don't do things the way you normally do them. Do, do, do them, whatever you did with your ex, do the complete and utter opposite because didn't work in the past so obviously you should want to change it for the future basically my mindset was play it safe and anybody who knows me knows that i am not the play it safe kind of guy so i like i'm so i i am a sports guy so i'll try to give you guys a, a sports metaphor if if any of you are sports fans like i'm the guy who wants to run a suicide squeeze play when there's a runner on third and no outs and you know, that might represent the tying run or winning run or something like that because, like, I, I just have this mindset of, like, you know, let them make a mistake or make them make a big play rather than just, you know, have the possibility of that runner being stranded or something like that. So I, I am not the prototypical, like, okay, you know, or, or for football fans, like, I'm the type that, like, let's go for the touchdown. Let's not kick the field goal and go to overtime and then see what happens there. Like, if we have a chance to win this game right here, right now, we're on the two-yard line in the fourth quarter with three seconds left, we're going for the touchdown. That's the way my mind works. Now, with this girl, I'm sure some of you are probably saying to yourself, well, if you had no desire to date again and you weren't in a mindset to date or anything like that, then... How did you wind up dating this girl? Because it's not like you can just accidentally fall into a date. It's not like, you know, you just kind of snap your fingers and it's like, oh, poof, here I am. I'm on a date somehow. I don't know how I got here. I don't know how this happened, but here I am. And I guess I might as well just go with it now. Um, so that obviously wasn't the case, but it was somewhat accidental because yeah, I've, I've known this girl since since the fall. Yeah, met her through work, and she's friends with one of my coworkers. And I remember the first time we, we met, like we hit it off immediately, like just 
I felt like a, a very strong connection to her. And I, uh, I talked to my coworker the next day, and the first question that my my because she was asking about her, like you know, like oh, so like oh, you met her and, and whatnot. I'm like, yeah. So or I think I mentioned to her, I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't know you played softball with her. And then I go, I'm like, yeah, is she single? She's like, no, no, she has a a pretty serious boyfriend. I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Kind of expected, you know. Seems like a great girl. It's somewhat expected that she would have someone. And then uh, they eventually split up. And it was like right around the time that me and my now ex were getting together. And I remember my coworker was trying to set us up. And I'm just like, you know what? No, like I just started seeing this girl. Um, I get a pretty good feeling. And I kind of want to see, kind of want to see where things go. Because, you know, I, I would rather... I don't want to use the devil you know is better than the devil you know it analogy, but uh, it's more of just like, you know, I, I know, yeah, I've gone on a few dates with, you know, my now ex, whatever that, I, I have a good idea. Like, yeah, I know that I want to continue seeing her. I don't necessarily, like, I, I could hit it off with that other girl, but I don't want to risk that. I don't want to, God forbid it comes down to it, have to, have to make a choice or anything like that. I'm just, I would rather just see where things go here. And if they work out great and if they don't, and if we, me and, you know, my coworker's friend, this other girl, if we find our way to go out one day, then, you know, then so be it. But, you know, I'm not going to sit there and try to double dip or, you know, hedge my bets or anything like that. And, um, you, know, I, you know, me and my ex eventually split. And then uh, my coworker was just like, hey, you know, like you should come to one of our games sometime. Like, you know, I, I'd love to like I'd love it if you stopped by. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I was I was off for the night or whatever. So I came down to the game and I firmly went to support my coworker. That was like the the driving force. Um, yeah. So that yeah, obviously I got there. I saw you know the the other girl. And we just made some friendly conversation. We all went to a bar afterwards. We kind of all talked or whatever, and we hit it off a little bit more there. And then we just made plans to kind of go back the next week for trivia and kind of the rest is history. Fast forward a few weeks later, um, and I get burned by this tea, and kind of everything changed for me. Because while dating her, those first couple, like I, I was, and I, and I was very upfront with her. I'm like, you know, this is where I'm kind of at and whatnot, and uh, I really wanted to just kind of take it slow and take it easy. But uh, I realized something. The, the day after, so July 5th, um, when I went back to the deli, it just kind of all hit me. It's less than 24 hours after the, after getting a second-degree burn on my hand. And, you know, here I am. I'm back in the deli. I'm back in my usual routine. Like, I'm getting my usual tea. I'm getting my usual bagel. And I didn't think anything of it. I, I didn't get this burn and say, oh, I'm never going back there. I didn't say, oh, I'm never drinking tea again. And I didn't say, that's it. I'm making tea with mittens from now on so I don't get burned again. And I, I know I'm being facetious in that, you know, state of mind or in, in that way of thought, but that logic is pretty much what we, myself included, tend to do after we get heartbroken or, dare I say, burned <laughs> um, in, in a relationship. Like, we... We don't want to do it again. We we want to do things differently. We want to play it safer, but you can't. Like it's it's not fair to you. It's not fair to them. 
And just because it happened once doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen again. So I sat there and thought to myself, you know, if I can get a literal second degree burn on my hand from hot tea and then go back and get another hot tea from the same place less than 24 hours later, why on earth would I stop myself from dating someone that I'm into after being figuratively burned? Because the reality is they're two different girls. It's two completely different situations and it's two different connections between me and them. Um, I went out to for dinner with my incredible friend Danielle whose YouTube channel, The Chronic Cafe, just hit a thousand subscribers so you should definitely go click on YouTube and search The Chronic Cafe and throw her a subscription and your support because she does make phenomenal videos that are fun and informative and just because she's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm out with her and, and she reminded me of a very important life lesson and it was that you can't paint everyone with the same brush. And just because my personality scares off one girl, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to scare the next girl off. And conversely, if I change my personality for the next girl, so if if I'm dating girl A and she says, you know what, this is just, it's just too much for me. I can't, you know, it, things are just... You know, it's just, it's too intense for me. You know, you're just, you show too much emotion. If I go into the next relationship with girl B and I sit there and say, you know what? I'm just going to pull back everything. I'm not going to show all the emotion that I want to. I'm not going to show all the affection that I want to. I'm just going to not necessarily be a robot, but I'm just going to be a more reserved me. I'm just going to change things. Basically, I'm going to try to be what would have probably been the perfect guy for girl A. But the problem is trying to be the perfect guy for girl A when you're dating girl B isn't exactly the greatest combination. So you know, just because I change my personality for the next one, that's no guarantee that that next girl will be into it because maybe that girl B wants the girl, wants the guy who was in, you know, who, who was dating girl A. Like maybe that's what she's attracted to. So you, know, you could just be kind of shooting yourself in the foot by changing, you know, your personality. Yeah. The reality is that everyone you date will be their own person. And you can't keep playing this guessing game of what kind of person you think has the best chance of attracting them. You just, you have to be yourself. And in the end, the right one, if you are lucky enough to find them, they will love you as you are, and it will eliminate the guessing game altogether. And I'm just going to jump right in the, into the heart of the matter because, like I said, I'm, I don't want to subject y'all to this much nasliness and, and whatnot. The heart of the matter is that it's easy and almost understandable to swear off certain things after an unpleasant experience, but you shouldn't feel that way about every unpleasant experience. Um, you know, when I was a kid... I remember going to the Jersey Shore with my family like we do every year. I was probably, how old was I? I want to say maybe around like six years old. I was Six to eight, somewhere in that ballpark. And I'm swimming in the ocean with all my cousins and my uncles, and a wave just hits me square in the face, and I got a mouthful of salt water. And it was just disgusting. And I you know, tried swimming back to shore. I get back to shore, and I just threw up like all over the sand. 
And after that, I pretty much didn't go back into the ocean for years. And I'm talking like close to a decade, maybe longer. Because I'm now 29 now. So, uh, yeah, it, it was only probably a few years ago, maybe when I was 20, like in my early 20s or so. So, yeah, Jesus, it had to be longer than a decade. Because I remember like going into the ocean, like, and like my family member, like when I got back out or whatever, they're like, MG's in the ocean? Like, what, like what is going on right now? What, what happened? Because um, I was like thinking to myself, you know, could I live without the ocean in my life? You know, if I, could I go the rest of my life and never go into the ocean? Probably. But I didn't want to. I always wanted to go in the ocean because I, it looks like fun. It's, it's enjoyable. And plus, when you're on the beach and it's 90 plus degrees and humid and the sun is just beating down on you and then the sun is hitting off the sand and it just makes it feel like it's even hotter, you want to jump in and kind of cool yourself off and not just go into ankle deep water and then just kind of splash yourself around. It's fun to go swimming around. Um, so I, I didn't want that to be my life. I just figured I was just going to conquer what it what call it a fear, or whatever. I, I'm still petrified of like jellyfish or anything like that. So like, I, I don't necessarily stay in the ocean for an extended period of time. Um, Unless, like, there's, like, an absolute guarantee that there's, like, no sharks, jellyfish, or anything like that in there. But uh, I do go out there, and, you know, I will go out until it's neck deep or, or so, and I'll just swim around, and it's not like it was when I was a kid. On the other side, I've also tried mussels, and this was, actually, this is also in Jersey, um, but this is in Atlantic City. And I was with a long time ex at the time and we met up with her grandmother or so and we were uh, at Carmine's I want to say it was in, in Atlantic City and uh, because I have a tendency whenever I'm in a situation where I'm meeting family members or strangers or just people that are not my immediate family I am I will stretch my boundaries of comfortability so if I'm with my family my family knows not to ask me to try mussels or any kind of seafood because they just know it's not going to happen but being with my girlfriend and her grandma and her grandma's boyfriend, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm on vacation. We're going to live it up. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try some mussels. That's what's going to happen right now. And it was literally the vilest thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. 29 years now, it, to this day, I still like, <clears throat> I still like want to gag a little when I just think about that taste. And... I haven't had, and I will never have, mussels or any kind of seafood ever again. And a large reason of that is because I can easily live without seafood. Seafood is now one of those things where it's like, God, it was only one bad experience. Like, you know, should, should it really be a turnoff for everything? Like, you know, if, if my friends want to go out for sushi or want to go out for wherever, great. Have a wonderful time without me. Or... If you want me to come out because it's someone's birthday, whatever, I will happily share in the experience with all of you. But I will be eating beforehand, before we go out, and I'll just sip water or you know, drink at the uh, at the sushi bar and not eat because that's just absolutely not happening. But I also realize, and I'm sure that anybody who listens to this podcast or has read any of my writing or just knows me in general, I can't live without love. And that's not to say that I can't live alone or as a bachelor, um, but I plan on always having some form of love in my life. So if 
that means so if that means I never find someone again, you know, it means I'll be surrounded by friends. Like I'm going to ha- have my close knit friends who who I know love me and who I love back, and I'm going to have my family. And it, and it's a very big family, but I know I'm going to have like those those tight knit family members that I can always go to that I have a very deep connection to, and I'll have. I, I plan on always having people in my life that where there is love between all of us. Obviously, it would be ideal to find someone, whether that means I end up marrying them, whether that means I end up marrying them and having kids with them, or just staying together with them and having kids with them, or whatever, um, whether it leads to kids or, or not. Um, that would be the ideal form of always having kind of some form of love in my life. And you know what the, the reality is that, and I know I've talked about it, it, is that there's no guarantees that you're going to find someone. So you know, the people who tell their friends after a breakup, like, oh, you know, don't worry, you'll find someone better. Or don't worry, you'll, you'll, you'll find happiness again or whatever. You'll, you'll find love again. They're doing them a disservice because it, it is wishful thinking, and I know that they do mean well, but there, it, there is no guarantee. You know, you can't say for certain that they will find someone. Maybe that was their, the last person that they're ever going to love, and they won't find someone that they can connect with on a level ever again. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how they choose to live in that reality. So, you know, I may be a hopeless romantic, or I'm just trying to get in the habit of saying a hopeful romantic. Um, but if, you know, I live the rest of my life and I never get married... It won't be the worst thing in the world. If I never have kids, it won't be the the end of the world. If I never even find like end up falling in love again, it won't be the end of the world. But what I do know is that if even if it never gets to that stage again of falling in love with someone, it certainly won't be for a lack of effort. And that's all I've got for you. So who would have thunk it? Getting a secondary burn leads to uh, a profound lesson of life and love and dating and whatnot and now you have a little bit of insight into the way my mind works and how fucked up i am to a to a degree but i hope you all enjoyed this week's episode with the exception of the nasal nasaliness and congestion and whatnot but i will be back next week uh hopefully back on the monday episodes i sounded even worse yesterday so be thankful that i'm recording this on tuesday and i'm uploading on tuesday and not monday and again if you want to connect with me my dms are open on all platforms and i welcome any and all comments. So if you want to find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike Zacchio, Instagram and Twitter at Mike underscore Zacchio. Uh, and just feel free to reach out. I might get back to you right away. I might get back to you in a couple of days, but I promise you that I will get back to you uh, within the, within a couple of days. You, your DMs will not sit on red forever and ever. So... I hope you all have a wonderful night. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Enjoy the sun. Soak it up. Go to the beach if you can. And if not, just enjoy life in whatever capacity you can. I'll talk to you all next week and uh, have a good one. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.